Hey, my name is Vito. <laughs> Who's Vito? Hey, Vito. Vito over here. Hey. <laughs> Let's get this ordination started over here. <laughs> All right, we got the ordinating. We got the the disordinating we've got everything it's it's all coming together boys hey <laughs> welcome everybody this is the age of parts the only sophia and steven's podcast we have the monopoly deal with it uh today we're talking about michigan again we're talking about the following songs uh elanson crooked river that correct? Is that our starting song, or do we start with the sleeping? Bear That's the first song? one. Yes, my okay, name is Janosch, one, yes. by the way. Hey, this is Janosch. We also have Jan Sanford, aka Janish. all the Muffmen. <laughs> That's me. In chat, everyone, like, all of them. Hey, hey, isn't isn't Muffman even a, a phenomenon from Michigan, or where is that from? No, it's West Virginia. No. I think. Uh, yeah, West Virginia. <sighs> Blue Ridge I know that because uh, Fallout Seven to Six. Like in the in the build up campaign when people uh, thought it was gonna be good, uh, they were hyping it up uh, as you know it's gonna have cryptids, it's gonna have Mothman oh, in it. Oh, I see. But then it was just some bullshit. I know uh, a lot more about cryptids than I did before, like three months ago, because I found this amazing YouTube channel, uh, Trey the Explainer, and uh -huh. this is like an a paleontologist, anthropologist who debunks cryptids, but in like a very entertaining and very thoroughly researched way. It's pretty nice. So this is a recommend from me. Uh, what's it called? Trey the Explainer. It's Trey the Explainer. Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna check that out. Wait, if I don't forget it immediately after recording. Most things happen. So track ten, Alanson Crooked River, or do we have Alanson, a tangent first? Alanson Morissette, um, <laughs> Alanson yeah, so Morissette, wanted... Crooked Hillary. Hmm? <laughs> um, so I was I was scrolling through Sufjan Stevens' uh, Tumblr earlier today, which um, if you haven't seen it, it's s dash u dash f dash eight. Uh, his name, but with dashes in between each letter, and. Um, there were just two concurrent posts that I wanted to bring attention to here. Um, here it's a picture of a quote that says, Every time you take a selfie, an angel loses its wings. Oh no. Attributed to Sufjan Stevens. <laughs> um, the caption is, Sad but true. Stop being so self-obsessed. Take a picture of someone in need and let us know how we can help. Thank you. The world is abundant. Uh, and then the very next post is a selfie of Sufjan. Um, beneath which says, I got some wings and swords you can borrow. So it's an amazing, it's an selfie. interesting, um, I really it's like a good selfie. Of he looks good. Pictures of people in need. <laughs> that's, that's good. It's a very good job. Yeah. That's like what every picture in like the 1930s was. It's yeah, that's true. Is that gonna, is like it like the, if you take a, a picture of, of yourself, the, an angel loses a wing and if you take a picture of a person in need they gain a wing and it's like this this big balancing game yeah angels are constantly um <laughs> just <laughs> it's a horrifying existence worse than hell really just constantly gaining and losing new wings yeah and you have to imagine they they just don't they don't pop out of existence like they burn up and so was then, it like? Oh, sorry. Yeah, and then they when they regrow, it's like it feels like like you know. Imagine something is bursting out of your spine. Uh huh. You know, like so, uh, yeah. fucking like in the fly, the Jeff, uh, what's his name movie? 
Goldblum. Goldblum, yeah. That's how I uh, yeah. imagine angels. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when I God was designing when angels in, in heaven, he didn't uh, he didn't he didn't account for the stipulation coming with the invention of photography that would affect his yeah. um, his angels. And what was it? In, what was it in vampire times? Like, was it uh, was it when people were painting a picture of themselves? <laughs> Yeah, in in vampire times. Yeah, that's what it. That's what it. Um, that's what the stipulation was. It was because I think like self portraits were like a thing. There were just less painters than there are iPhones now, which really makes you Damn. think. Wow, <laughs> this really says a lot about our society. Smartphones don't seem so smart to me. <laughs> The the phones are smart, but the people get dumber and dumber every day. Damn. All right, one more. Um, you got one more? Yeah, I can wait. Wait a second. Well, mm-hmm. if your phone is um, <laughs> the smartphone, more like the slave phone, because you're a slave of, of the phone. All right. Uh, and we got it. Thank okay, you good. very much. Good, good, good. Um, so we get a nice uh, with a with a Lanson Crooked River. We get another nice little bell based uh, instrumental, and it's actually like the the theme of uh, of Crooked River totally fits to what we've just been talking about. Because imagine like a like a, a Crooked River, okay, okay, and and, and and they're named Lanson. Uh, and mm-hmm. now now answer me this one question. Do you or do you not imagine people taking selfies next to the river or not in your mental image? Wow. Yeah, wow. You well, I imagine eyes. a guy um fishing with a with with the string tied to his big toe and he's just <laughs> he's just uh relaxing by the side of the river. That sounds mm-hmm. so That's what nice. I imagine. I would Does I would go and, have and a, do that right have now. Have like a hay thing in their mouth? Yeah, yeah. And like the str- the straw hat, the overalls with no shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a life! I was talking about this with someone. Like uh, fishing sounds to- sounds super nice. I just don't want to actually catch fish. Like I would. I- I, it sounds like a great excuse to like go outside. You know? Yeah, just hang out in a boat with your friends. Yeah. for a yeah. while. That's that's fun. I like but that I idea. I think that's even that's even part of the thing because I think there are strict rules ar- ar- uh, around what you can fish. Yeah. Uh, so you you take these fuckers out of the water and you look at it and you're like, oh, this is not a this is not a one we can legally take home. So you just put them back in. And yeah, but at this point you've already like pierced a fish's mouth with. Uh... Yeah, it's torturous still. But you know, having fun with your buddies. I don't like cracking open a cold one with the boys. Oh man, that's an old meme. Damn it. <laughs> Damn, uh, you know who else likes fish? Uh, the sleeping bear. That's right. Ran to the top and got scared. Is it the next song, or did I mix it up? Okay, no, we're you good. Could. That's right. right. Yeah. And you know what? When I was listening to uh, Alanis Morissette "Crooked Hillary River," I was like, <laughs> "Come on with the yeah. bells! Like enough with the bells!" But then I listened to uh, uh, "Sleeping Bear," but in the homosexual way. Uh-huh. Uh, Mm-hmm. Salt Saint um, Mary um, Calendar. I don't know who that is, but yes. Uh, Recalendar is a brand of uh, frozen, very unhealthy foods mm. in a restaurant. Yeah, give me a, give me another line read, uh, Jan, of the title of the song. Um, 
that our new game? Uh, sleeping, sleeping bear arms, uh, salt, better call salt, um, <laughs> saint, so, um, sanctuary cities, um, Marianne, Marianne Conway. That's it. You got it. There we go. We got it. Got it. So when I heard that song, I thought, oh, okay, I see what he did with the bells. Because like in that song, it's a normal song with not only bells, but with bells. And they are like woven in very nicely. And I thought, okay, I get why all the bells were there. This guy can write an orchestra. Definitely. He can. I think I've and been, he has uh, on, on on these tracks. I've been really feeling his uh, like more so on the later longer tracks. But uh, once again, I've been really feeling his skill of uh, choosing choosing good melodies to put over each other, uh, choosing the the right uh, right instrument and uh, background singers. Uh, it's really effective and it's good. Yeah, he's good at what he does with the arrangements. So this one has some religious stuff. There's honestly all of these have like he put oh, yeah. all the religious stuff at the end of the album. Yeah, he just yeah. Um, this one also, um, in terms of like the melody and the instrumentation and like the arrangement of the choral singers, uh, reminds me of the song. I think it's Barcarola off of Silver and Gold. Yes. Um, so that's an interesting connection, I suppose. I've been reminded, like, the these tracks somehow really reminded me also of Songs for Christmas. I don't know why. Maybe because they were recorded at the same time, I guess. But I haven't been feeding that with the previous songs, just with these ones. I know what you mean. There's, uh, It's in the instrumentation, I think, in the arrangement. It's like still kind of folky, reduced Sufyan, but all um, already like hints of bigger shit. Yeah, maybe. definitely. Yeah, the lush uh, arrangements, a lot less sparse as uh, composed to the earlier tracks on the album. Yeah, and this is a track I've like slept on. Like I've listened to this album a lot, but this one I think I've never fully acknowledged until now. And I think it's because it starts off slow and I have the album on my iPhone, but when I'm like, I'm like on the road or somewhere outside or waiting and I skip through songs and they have like a silent intro or like a long intro, they're fucking dead to me. <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah. Right? Who can relate? When I listen to, um, when I listen to Wish You Were Here, it's always like, uh, all right. You know, I don't mind if it's like, Prague. Yeah, if it's Prague, then it's. You know, I'm I'm down to listen to like the mm, I'm not sure like uh, are you familiar with uh, close to the edge? But yes, I'm not. It's no. very good, but it sounds the first song sounds with uh, just some bird sounds uh, and just just like some some bird nature sounds for like a minute or two, and then it gets to the good shit. It's like an 18 minute track, so you know there's still like a lot of good, but uh, you know. The bird stuff makes me a little impatient. Yeah, unless you're in the right mood for it, which you know, that's the that's that's to me to me with instrumental stuff, it's always like a question of if I'm in the right mood or not to patiently sit through it. Or to when do you listen to instrumental music? It. What kind of situation? Um, I think one uh, situation where I I'm enjoying it is when I'm like on a train ride and just looking out mm. the window. Yeah. Or like even in a plane, like that's yeah. uh, prog works really well for for like train or plane rides. I think I I like instrumental music 
um I don't, like when i like when i shower or um i don't know yeah like when i'm on the bus or something when are i just you, are you making a joke kind of want to relax like you're having um, a laugh more garson's uh mother earth's plantasia which is like an early synth she was long gone um Damn, album in the shower it sounds like plants um Jen, you're still there beat. The Bukee uh, from Zufyan. And that uh, was the last time they heard of Jan. Just very, you know, something I can have on in the background, maybe while I'm writing or thinking about other stuff. Okay. We didn't hear what you were saying for the last minute. I'm sorry you cut out there for a sec. What did you say? <laughs> you cut oh. out. I just said that you cut out before that. Maybe there's some Discord issue. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, oh, I was just saying I like instrumental music when I... Um, am writing or like on the bus thinking about other stuff you know yeah same way i use like uh hip-hop beats to study games yes. relax obviously yeah phone emoji what kind of fidelity should they have though <laughs> yeah do you have a preference uh in okay good in fidelity good <laughs> good one that's such a such a generational thing like i think just i don't know just like a year or two ago it was like something people were making fun of and now like everyone i know listens to lo-fi hip-hop beats to study well because they're i mean it's pleasant and you don't really have to it doesn't require that much attention you know yeah have you ever tried like rapping over lo-fi hip-hop beats to study Nope. No. <laughs> Me neither. But then again, I've never, you know. I've never tried rapping over, uh, over a beat. High fidelity <laughs> beat to, uh, be anxious to, <laughs> and throw away knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just best rips now that I think about it. But this is like a very cool concept to make this kind of playlist. <laughs> And there's like there's like an anime girl losing their shit, <laughs> losing her shit and burning books. I mean, it's just death grips, right? Yeah, that is just yeah, yeah. The... Anyway, sleeping bear. Do we have anything else to say about it? Um, um, I like this one a lot. It made me tear up a little bit. This last yeah. these, these songs like kind of all did honestly. Uh, to me i've been severely underappreciating the last third of michigan <sighs> same honestly i hear romulus and i'm like and that's it yeah. <laughs> the end of the album let's close this book. maybe it's because of the instrumental <laughs> like elanson is like the second instrumental on the album and at that point you you're like okay another one yeah it, that's a little self-indulgent which like um Sufyan is no stranger to being. Do y'all want to talk about the Lamb of God? Because this is Lamb of oh, God yeah. is something that is like in ten Sufyan songs. I mean it's, it's Mr. Jesus, no? It's Mr. Jesus, yeah. Mr. Jesus. Yeah. Um It's like it's also in one of my favorite songs of all time, The Transfiguration. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's a good one. I oh, that's right, more. it is in that one. And which one? And more of them, I I feel oh, yeah. like. <laughs> It's also, you know, in all the Christian songs, like in all the actual church carols. Uh, is it is carol just for Christmas or is it just for church songs? Now I'm now I don't know. I'm trying to think. Are there other carols? People say like Easter carols. Hi, I'm Christian Carol. Heard you had some <laughs> oh, questions hi, for carol. me. 
<laughs> well, thanks for dropping in. Um, sure. So are there other? Are there? So are you the only Carol? Do you have any? Oh no, uh, there are lots siblings? of me. Like uh, lots oh, of my like um, who? My fellow Carols, like uh, me. How about uh, uh, the author of Alice in Wonderland? Pardon? <laughs> oh, I was thinking about uh, the author of Alice in Wonderland. Okay. You know, is that a Carol? No. <laughs> Well, why don't you uh, why don't you tell us some of the carols that there are, uh, uh, Christian, Christian? Well, there's Christian the Christian Carol. Carol. That's me. Yours truly. Guilty. Okay. Then there's Christmas Carol. Uh huh. The oh, Jim Carrey okay. movie. No, my friend. Oh, okay. She lives in Wyoming. Do you know about movies? Sure. Have you seen the movie The Christmas Carol? No, sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, what about the Muppet I gotta go Christmas now. Carol? Is that one? Sorry, you guys. It was really nice one? hanging out, but I gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I hope people enjoy uh, us no ending in uh, improv scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly oh, do. Uh, Lamb of God, um, yeah. It's, you know, it's Mr. Jesus. Uh, it's also, because what I was gonna say is in Catholic Mass, like back when I used to go to Catholic Mass, it's like, oh, it's the prettiest song the uh the lamb of god or agnus dei song it's always got like you know a nice melody and if there's a choir they're gonna or an organ they're gonna do some like pretty uh counterpoint or whatever or layering over it or like uh, so it's it's always like a very uh pretty song and it's you know it's part of every Catholic mass. Uh, I don't know if Sufian's probably not Catholic, but like whatever religion he is, probably also like. The thing is, though, there's Mary in the song. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. It's not Mary. It's Saint Marie. Saint Marie. Okay. But like, it's it's the classic Sufian trick of uh, taking because Saint Saint Marie is apparently the name of a small waterside city on the northeast end of the Upper Peninsula of oh, Michigan. Oh, there he goes. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but you know, that's Sufjan's trick. He, he he once again he looks at the place name and thinks, "Huh, that's something from the Bible," like how he did with yeah. Uh, Paradise. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. And then there's also Sturgeon Bay, which is just a fish. That's well, also in this song. Yeah, Sturgeon is uh, is one of the uh, creatures suspected to be uh, Nessie, the Loch Ness monster. Okay. But they did a uh, they did a like a DNA an analysis of the whole lake. This is a thing that they can do now. Like they just like take a lot of water and like look for DNA and sure uh, no sturgeons uh, in Loch Ness. So that's oh that's weird. Yeah. So maybe maybe there is a monster in Loch Ness. Also no monster DNA, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Right. You don't know what monster DNA is. Exactly. Uh, it could also be Sturgeon. Could also be like uh, the famous uh, alternative country singer Sturgeon Simpson. That's a joke. Nobody's gonna get. Oh, uh, well, it could also be the famous um, television character uh, Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> it could also be uh, famous movie director Michael Bay. <laughs> what else could it be? <laughs> write us in. Write in. Hit us up on Twitter. Uh, Who do you think it is in the lock? In the lock? <laughs> Who's nessing around in the lock? Don't mess with Nessie. Go ahead. Write us in. Use the hashtag nessing around. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Give us your thoughts. Next song. Next song is they also, also mourn whom do not wear black when it's light outside. When there's Damn. no lamp. That's the other band that we used That's to listen to. That's another band we all like. And this song I was listening to and thought, hey, this song was already on the album. Oh, really? Was it? Well, there was another 5-4 song. Yeah, oh, and okay. it's not that It's not that different. I thought it was a little, like, repetitive. Well, now's the time to um, show off my music theory knowledge. Mm. Um, this, this song employs what's often called the 5-4 clave, okay. which is, so normally with a with a five four song, it'd be like one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. And that's what the other one is like. But this one and a lot of five four songs uh, will do this. They'll it'll be like da 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 so like one, two, three, four, five, da 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 um yeah. to make up the, the five four. More of a ten eight one than I'd even say. Um you can hear this mm -hmm. on songs like uh take five. The River by King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard. Uh, it's preventing Crossing of the Disaster by Pure Mothman. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so it's a, it's a cheater's way to do 5-4. That's a little, now you know. Damn. And now you know. And now you know. I don't and have anything know. else to say about the song, to be honest. Uh, well, I, I mean, it has, um, I mean, we were talking last week about uh, Sufjan's political um, uh, ideology i don't know um i mean this one titled for the homeless in muskegon and like muskegon muskegon i don't know muskegon um but uh in the last verse here he says if we concentrate and pull resources to the highest pole to beat the highest pole too ever will we conquer grief and find it faster to resolve the dead and to be absolved etc basically he's saying like i mean he's essentially calling for the pooling of resources and you know to to help the homeless so like yeah now that I'm looking a... at it it's pretty political like uh, there's in the verse before it says for the politics are not political for what they stand for not what they demand every senator and diplomat uh, combines a certain part of matter for the heart so yeah yeah he, he literally says politics in this one <laughs> yeah it's not political unless you say politics yeah <laughs> it's how it works Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're uh, damn it, now we said politics and now we're political oh no <laughs> if you're a politics <laughs> you, you legally have to tell me <laughs> you have to tell me or it's satire um, should we move on to uh, oh god where are you now in Pickering Lake Pigeon Marquette Mackinac I like to think he couldn't he, well he couldn't decide on a title for this one so he did uh, he did he did all four of them <laughs> yeah Oh, did do did we skip over uh, the no? Okay, this one first, then Redford, then Vito. Okay, too many tabs open. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is a long one. It's a long one, but I'm into it. It's a good one. Yeah, this was this was the one that uh, really reminded me of uh, songs for Christmas, like uh, I know Sister Winter or uh, uh, the Star one, Star of something. I don't know. It reminded me of yeah. those songs, like the slower, sadder. Uh, songs on uh, songs for Christmas, and this one's like a probably his most, or at least one of his most uh, cut and dry religious songs. Yes, like crying out for God. Yeah, I think this one and Vito's ordination song, like uh, on this album at least. So, so uh, where's God? That's a good question. 
in the sky. Mm-hmm. Only in the sky? Well, God's all around us. He's everywhere. He's the other footsteps. No, he's the he's the one who where there's one footstep. You know, that's God. And when there's two, there's also God. But then then ours is also there. What about this one with the set of hoof prints? Uh huh. How about that one? Yeah, what's that one? Did God have a horse? <laughs> or was that my horse? Does God have a horse? Please hit us up on Twitter. Could God create um, a horse that uh, can't even carry even. himself? <laughs> Can God create a horse so dumb, can't even carry himself? <laughs> So, can God create a horse so self-absorbed? Yeah, that. I'm sticking with that. Let's take the. Let's yeah. keep the, the second take. So, this is the kind of uh, religious song that I can get on board with, though. It's not about how. It's not like you know, God's not dead. He's truly alive, and you know. It's not. It's not that kind of evangelical bullshit where it's just about how uh, everyone who doesn't believe in God isn't gonna get saved, and uh, and but God loves me, and I know that, and that's why I feel good. You know, it's not that, <laughs> but it's uh, it's more like you know, as the title says, "Where are you now?" It's uh, like he. You know, this is this is a very good uh, passage where he says, "Oh God, where are you now?" Oh Lord, say somehow the devil is hard on my face again. The world is a hundred to one again. Like this is very much, you know, doubting his uh, his place in the world and uh, and asking for God to like where he is uh, or if he even is. Yeah, it's interesting how Sufyan refers to God as like a man. Like there's no other man who could raise the dead. Um, oh yeah, that's interesting. That that's just not that's something you wouldn't see in like sort of the modern um contemporary christian scene um and also like right i think the downfall of a lot of the um contemporary christian music is i don't know like there's kind of this concept that you know god is the solution to every problem and how can you know how can there be any uh, emotion or hardship like when god is on our side but like that's obviously not true and people do you know grow through shit even you know even if they believe in god and so it's it's cool seeing that sort of thing like acknowledged and expressed uh in this song yeah um yeah also like i don't know like uh maybe musically we can like just what I uh, like, can say. Uh, this is this is this is so much slower than his usual songs. Definitely, like his yeah, uh, it's taking really long to uh, put these lines. And then there's like this really pretty uh, background singers on this one, like pretty voices of them. I don't know if they also look pretty, but you know, really pretty sounding background singers. Uh, really, uh, really nice harmonies. Uh, you know, it's that uh, that. Sufyan thing also, also like the thing that he has on a lot of his songs where these I don't know the the uh, the choir and like his voice are just kind of melting together in this beautiful thing <laughs> it's yeah it's really well um I mean, it's really well mixed yeah like, uh, how the the voice is together I was gonna say uh, shout out vocals. to Ellen Dushis but he's the master it's not the, not the mixing I think that's Sufyan who mixed it 
I'll be honest, I don't know the difference between mixing and mastering. So it could be either one. Wasn't the meme uh, mixed poorly, but Alan Dufus does the master, so it's good? It might be. I'm not <laughs> entirely sure. Um, additional vocals are by Megan Sloboda, uh-huh. John Ringhofer, and uh, Ellen Smith. Shout out to so, Megan, uh, John, and Ellen. Great job, guys. Oh, there's also John a Ringhofer also at, did. Uh, 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 sorry, what were you going to say? I was just saying John also did the trombone on this yeah. one. Yeah, I was just gonna mention like there's some horns like at the back end that this track does also sound like really sad, but like in a good way. Yeah, it all comes together really nicely at the uh at the end there with all the horns. Next one's another instrumental. This one has uh I was like looking at the listens on Spotify. The next instrumental song, Red Fort for Yeah Yeah and Papu, has four million listens, which is <laughs> That's strange. Right? That screams uh, sitcom or like TV show mention. Oh, do you think this was in a soundtrack of something? I could imagine yeah. that. Oh, there's also a cover by The Roots, apparently. Interpolated in Finality Fourth Movement by The Roots. Is The the Roots is like... Yeah, that's Questlove's band. Okay. Oh, yeah. So apparently Questlove's band. Your stepfather. <laughs> Your stepfather, uh, Questlove. <laughs> <laughs> Referencing things that nobody will know about. Even um, I forgot that. <laughs> Man, I didn't know there was a Sufjan uh, Questlove connection. That's, Me neither. You know, small world we live in. Um, it would collaborate and it would be Questian. Questian Lovens. Uh, yeah, que- Questy and Love. Questy and Lover. So that I there we go. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> The other thing, Quillinois. Uh, <laughs> come on, love the Quillinoise. Age of the Quest. Is this content? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. no it's fine. The only other thing I was going to uh, mention about this one is that he played it on the uh, Carrie and Low tour. That's right, he did on the. Yeah, that's right. You think this was like the. Interesting choice. The, the opening song, if I remember correctly. Uh, I wasn't there, of course, at the, well, not of course, but unfortunately I didn't see the Carrie and Lowell tour, but there's the great concert movie on youtube.com. Uh, and I, I think they started with this one. Yes, they started with this one. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I like this one. It's, you know, it's very pleasant. It's the same thing we've been saying. It's very well produced and arranged. It's just weird that it has more listens than the, most of the other songs on this album. It's gotta be because of Questlove. It's gotta be. And then finally... Still lover and cold anyway. <laughs> um. uh, finally we have Vito and his ordination. Vito's ordination. What is an ordination? It's when a priest gets priested, when, when someone becomes a priest, I think. That makes sense. Yeah, the ordination refers to the process of Vito being ordained and becoming a minister slash pastor. Uh, this is apparently yeah. re- referring to Reverend Thomas Vito Ayuto, who was featured as a backing vocalist on this song, along with Monique Daniel and Ellen Smith. So this is just a, just a friend of Steve, uh, not Stevens, of Sufjan's. <laughs> yeah, let's start. Uh... Let's start calling him very formally Stevens, like he's like we're writing an essay. Steven Sufberg. Um, man, 
there's a lot of there's a lot in this one. Um, Let's go through all of them. <laughs> yes, this is the meat of the episode. This is what you're all here for. This is our analysis of Vito's ordination song. I thought this was somehow about marriage and was all, always very confused. No, I always thought this was about marriage and I was not confused. <laughs> Then Janos Kapovari said, ordination means a priest uh, being entered into priesthood. Then I was very confused. <laughs> Then I clicked uh, well, on the clickable thing. Yes. Well, I think it's about, I think it's from the perspective of God, right? Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yes. I always knew you in your mother's arms. I have called your name. I think that's a direct, yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, By the way, I, I have, have an called idea your name. Your is, that like, uh, is that like a reference to the fact that Sufjan is later gonna write the soundtrack for uh, Call Me By Your Name? Yeah, that's for God Shadow. totally gay, dude. Anyway, I was interrupting you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, that was not in... Um, I mean, yeah, through that lens, it sort of makes makes sense. Um, yeah, this is a it's, song it's, from the perspective of God. It does make sense. And then I clicked on the link uh, of the bridegroom uh, verse, and uh, the Bible is sometimes referred to as the bridegroom. Okay. This is an unreviewed okay. annotation. So yeah, uh, maybe take this with a grain of salt. We're only accepting peer-reviewed commentary on... <laughs> Uh, Sufjan Stevens songs. Uh, I don't know if that's because uh, if you're a priest, you're also gonna marry people, right? That is true. You, you gotta. Um, the sorry, I completely lost what I was gonna say. Um, There's a callback to no, the, to a previous lyric with uh, between father and son, or if you haven't one. That's oh, yes. right. That's right. Intertextual reference. Yeah. That's why this is the last song on the album. So it, it like wraps it up with a tight little bow. Yeah. And I mean, it's also in its own way, um, like sort of an answer to, oh God, where are you now? He's like, yeah, right here. Vito's ordination. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm singing the other song later on the album. That's why I wasn't there when you were looking for me. <laughs> yeah. Because of track listing. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> I'm doing you this favor by writing a song for your album, recording the vocals. <laughs> oh, that's 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 a skit. That's a skit where like Sophia Stevens and God discuss like this. Like, do you give when you Sophia Stevens and God like sings your song? Do you give him notes when God sings something that you did, like you wanted like a little differently? Yeah, you want it like yeah. Can we just take that again? Give it a little more like. Uh, Give it a little more vibrato in this section. Yeah. He's like, uh, I'm God. <laughs> I'll do what I want. It's like if you get uh, Kanye as a feature on your song, like, are you going to be able to? It is actually the same thing because uh, Kanye is God. He said it on his song, I Am God. <laughs> yeah, he said it on his yeah. new album that everyone still yeah. remembers. His new album, Kanye is God. Yeah. That's the name of it. <laughs> Well, I think it's a really good song. It's very good. I like it a lot. Uh, I do like the yeah, other yeah. version of this song even better. Oh, shit. Yes. What which other version? is, I think, just banjo. Um, it's, it's one of the, the bonus tracks. It's just banjo. And the first chord is, I think, instead of F minor, it's uh, F major. But I could 
Ooh. There's like an acoustic that. version on YouTube, yeah. I think that's the one. I oh shit, like, this is good. Yeah. I'm listening now. Let me see if I can play it and it if it'll distort the the Discord <laughs> problems. Hold on. Uh here's a comment by Ryan with 14 upvotes. This version is so much better. So it's just just what Jan just said. Apparently it's on the vinyl release of Michigan. I'm gonna stop it uh, so we can. Okay, yeah, interesting. Because it's not listed in the bonus tracks uh, on uh, Genius. Yeah, Sufjan. Uh, I mean, as we'll see when we get to all delighted people, uh-huh. uh, he's big up on um, sort of acoustic alternate versions of songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time. Oh, sorry, I just hit my mic. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Every time one of you mentions All Delighted People, it starts playing in my head and I'm like, that's so good. But like since we started recording, I haven't actually gone and listened to it, but I have it so vividly in my head. Like all the songs. I have and it's good. (laughs) It's so good. It's fantastic. I'm excited to get to that one. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, Sufjan is like kind of the king of uh, alternate versions of songs to me also. Like with not even just acoustic version, but also like with Tonya Harding, the two different versions where I can never decide which one I like more. Uh, or with Chicago where he has the acoustic version and then the adult contemporary version. Or even oh, the, right. or even with uh, even with Rake on uh, yeah, on a Sun King, right? He started there. And I was gonna mention the, the the other one that I really like is from uh, Carrie and Lowell, uh, "Drawn to the Blood," where he has like the electro version, or like the you know, because uh, the oh yeah, the album has it on, like uh, acoustic, and then he has the both the live version and the uh the greatest gift has like a oh yeah remix. everyone's favorite the greatest gift <laughs> i have never actually listened to the greatest gift but uh i have listened to the drawn to the blood remix and it's good it is all right <laughs> we'll get to it in a year or so when we're 20 years when we're the, once we're done with uh carrie and lowell we're just gonna have to you know scrape for content yeah. Oh, we'll have planetarium, uh, I guess. Planetarium. I have that. I uh, bought that. I had like money and I bought it on iTunes. Did you like it? Wow. Yeah, I listened to it like three, four times. I have listened to the one song that he has a live version on, or like a live in studio version on YouTube. It's not bad at all. It's just I don't know what it is. Huh. I think it would be better as a live performance. Probably, which which, which is what it was originally. intended. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true for most of his like. Uh, big planetarium albums <laughs> with all of his planetarium and albums, most of the yeah. content that he produced for planetarium specifically they do sound better in a planetarium huh. i think it's fair to say that i would probably agree i've never never been to a planetarium gig uh-huh. but it sounds right i have been to a planetarium but there was no concert they were just projecting pictures of stars lame <laughs> hey guess what i can uh go outside and see stars Huh. Not hard. Yeah, true. Jan, would you, uh, Jen, would you do a planetarium gig? Or Jan, you, you, I guess, too, you also make music. Absolutely not. I'm suddenly very anti-planetarium. <laughs> I've decided. Yeah, Jen says it. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> this is our official stance. Over my dead body. <laughs> Defund planetariums. <laughs> would you do a show on a different planet? Yes. In a heartbeat. Even if there was... <laughs> Even if even if they're racist, like, 
<laughs> yes, that's how far I would yeah. go. I would perform in front of a crowd of racist Martians. Cancel me if you will. Uh, Imagine the think pieces yeah. about how Jan performed in front of a crowd that didn't support the two, two states or the two planets solution. <laughs> NASA gave you a call and said, listen, Jan, um, we've got a, we want to book you for this gig. Um, it's on uh, Venus. Okay. There's only one problem. What is it? Uh, Venusians are really racist. Ah, come on. <laughs> Give them a break. Uh, all right, if you're sure. If you're yeah. sure. Yeah! How racist can they be? Come on. Well, we're not sure. It seems like they picked up Earth racism. Like, yeah. they're not racist against other Venusians or other uh, planets. It's <laughs> They're Earth racist. <laughs> Oh, so Venus. like they hate like black people and, and Jews and everything. That's probably yeah. fine. Come on, let's go. <laughs> what do they know? They're just they're just learning from example. Hey, you know what? Maybe you can teach them a thing or two about Yeah, perform a song tolerance. about racism. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're definitely the right person to write about. <laughs> right? Definitely. Tell you one thing. No matter what color you are, it counts your bank account man you need a you need a macklemore Damn verse right. on it though to make what? it really you need a macklemore macklemore verse on it because he's the he's the best person to talk about tolerance hey say what you will about macklemore uh the white privilege song is actually fine <laughs> no i'm not i'm not i'm not ironic this is it's a fine song heard about that's racism. it's good I mean, it's like it's a little bit Mecklemore-ish, like he's very self-absorbed about like what's my position here, and everybody's like, just it's not that important what your position is, but like it's not, it's it's good. He makes good points. Mm. Everyone That's likes good. it when AJJ does it, but when Mecklemore does a, a white privilege song, suddenly everyone is getting up in arms. Exactly. Yeah. How did we get here? Planetarium. Okay. Planetarium back. So that's Michigan. That's Michigan. Uh, it's good. Next. It's it's good. I. Okay. This might be a hot take. Hot take incoming. I'm uh, ready. Flashing red signs. Get your um, ice packs out because this take is going to be hot. This might be his musically and instrumentally. It's probably his least interesting album. <gasps> okay. To me, it's not bad that's not a necessarily a bad thing i just think you know like we said like yeah with a lot of the songs tend to sound the same yeah um and it's all very like normal instrumentation i guess uh it's not it doesn't really the instrumentation doesn't stand out i mean i don't think me. it is definitely not more interesting than illinois or ads or carry and law that's that's definitely true uh, or like all his experimental stuff. Uh, I guess we'll need to see if it's, uh, if I can say it's, uh, less interesting instrumentally than Seven Swans. Like, I think Seven Swans is definitely lyrically superior. Interesting. Superior to Seven Swans? No, I mean, Seven Swans is superior lyrically, definitely. Okay. Uh, but, um, I think like both are instrumentally just, uh, like very good, not as exciting as the as the later stuff, which makes sense because he made them before. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, we'll see with our discussion of Seven Swans, but I think Swans has just a more interesting sound. I might come around because I've been only been listening to Michigan these last few weeks, with few exceptions. I haven't listened to Seven Swans in a while. 
So uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we're also going to do like a little Michigan post-mortem next episode. Uh, we're going to have a guest on it, hopefully. Um, and we're going to talk about yeah, the so bonus tracks and like, you know, just just the album in general and like maybe get our guest feelings on Sufjan. So that's what you're going to hear mm-hmm. next episode. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But like not actually because it's going to... Like, don't, don't, you know, stay, uh, leave your podcast app open for a week until the other episode comes out because there's, you know, it's not going to come faster if you stay actually tuned. If you refresh your page every hour on the hour, um, then only then will it be there. So it is up to you. We're relying on you, the listener, to, uh, to will this episode into being. Yeah, if if we get uh, ten thousand refreshes, then uh, there's like a light going up, and then we sit down in front of our computers and record the next episode. That is correct. And that's just yeah. how this business works. Mm-hmm. I heard like something that some famous person is now dating a podcaster, uh, and it's uh, very weird that a it's podcaster me is now a and thing. the person is Natalie Portman. <laughs> Oh, congrats, yes, Jan. we're an item. Thank you. Wow, congrats. Thank you. Yeah. I liked her as Padme Amidala uh-huh. in episode one, Attack of the <laughs> Attack of the Dark Hope. And uh-huh. I just I hit mean, her up pod, last week pod make, and was like, pod hey, make cast <laughs> do you want to talk about veganism and being Natalie Portman? And she was like, yeah. And uh, yeah, cut to today. And we are uh, seven years together now. <laughs> wow. That's impressive. Thanks. How do you do? do are you on lo- long distance or did one of you move to Germany slash America? Yeah, no, but she's English, right? UK. I don't think she's English. Is she not she... English? Did she fake an accent for Star Wars? Oh, interesting question. Oh. Uh, so I don't know. She's from Jerusalem, there Israel. Does... Yeah, I knew that. But I thought like she had, I think she came like from, from there to Hollywood. So I don't think there's any British. Or is there? You read the Wikipedia article now. She lives in, she lives in, wait. No, but she went to Harvard, so yeah. Uh, But that was after. Well, it was after acting. Yeah, because like she was like 13 in in the, uh, what was the movie? The the one with. um, Uh, Leon the Professional. Yes. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the professional killer. The slightly pedophilic movie, yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Holy shit! Why was why was that okay? <laughs> you don't know. Why was everybody like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah? Do we leave that scene in? Yes. Do we leave that? Oh, do we? How old? Mm, yes. I haven't seen the film. <laughs> okay. And now probably won't. Yeah, it's not a big loss. I remember liking it like from earlier, but maybe maybe I was just like hot for Natalie Portman when I was her age or something. I don't know. I remember um, also liking it, but uh, not that scene. Yeah, true. And like the rest of it is also just uh, just an action movie where uh, where some of the shots are like uh, art film ish, but like not really. You know, they're filmed by a French Ooh, guy. Someone knows so how to sometimes they frame remind you a shot. Yeah, exactly. Someone framed it. Yeah. We can use the thirds and oh, this person is really close to the camera, but this person is really far away. Uh oh! <laughs> don't you love it when films don't just put a camera uh, somewhere and then do it and then turn off the camera, but like actually, actually have someone as a cinematographer? That's what. That's great stuff. I do that's love what that. Us film f- uh, 
film film likers, film enjoyers and appreciators. Film buffs, film buffs yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks everyone for listening to The Age of Pods. Thanks for listening. Uh, Bye. We'll be back next time. Goodbye. Love you. Stay golden. Stay uh stay sufiant. Keep on sufing on.